listening to NL Newsday with Jeff Andreas. Thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday. It's Friday, August the 6th. Hope you're uh, staying safe out there and are having a nice afternoon to this point. I know that's a difficult thing for many uh, after the events of last night. Now, this week, the Business Council of British Columbia released the latest BC Economic Review and Outlook, where it forecasts what's in store for BC's economy in 2021 and the years ahead. Even as the COVID-19 variants are gaining ground in the province, it is still forecasting that the economy will grow by 5.8% this year, with some of BC's sectors performing well, while others, such as hospitality and tourism, are remaining challenged for, well, a various number of factors. Uh, The expert sector will also be doing well as more economies globally emerge from the pandemic and need that we have in BC to grow our own economies. For more on all of this, let me welcome in now BCB BC's Chief Economist and Senior Vice President, Ken Peacock. Ken, it's been a while. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm well, thanks. And yes, it has been a while. Good to talk to you. Yeah, well, appreciate you taking the time. Uh, first, before we get into the economic outlook, I just wanted to take a quick look back because we got the Labor Force Survey uh, released today looking at uh, what happened in the province in, uh, in BC in the month of July. Uh, we did see a nice gain in full-time employment, but we did see a pretty significant loss in part-time employment. Um, you know, is there, is there a ton that we can kind of read into that as we look and, and kind of project it onto this economic forecast uh, that we are seeing more full-time, which is what we want, right? We want more full-time, but still a big loss in part-time is, is concerning. It is, it is. You know, this, this release of this Labor Force survey was one of those ones for BC where it, it really didn't move the needle for kind of the underlying trends in, in any of the sectors or segments. The overall increase, well, there was a slight overall decrease. Um, but, you know, generally the labor market has been trending in the light, in the right direction. We had a setback in the spring when closures were more widespread a little bit. But, uh, you know, I, I would just note for your listeners, BC, the good news is BC stands out as the only province in the country where employment levels have now regained uh, their pre-pandemic level, so all the way back to February t- uh, 2020. So, you know, the other provinces, some of them are close, they're not, but, but it, it, I mean, it's good news. BC, BC has made that mark at least, and we do stand apart from the other provinces in that regard. All right, now let's kind of look ahead here. Now, the BC Business Council is forecasting the economy in BC going to be growing by 5.8% this year. How much confidence can you put in a number like that as we start to see COVID cases surge? You know, I imagine you were doing some of this work and trying to do these projections as numbers were a little bit lower at the beginning of July, and we've seen them just kind of take off as we approached August. So is there any uh, variability or is there significant variability that maybe comes with that 5.8% figure? And I always enjoy talking to you, Jeff. You get right to the heart of the matter. Um, yeah, no, this, I mean, forecasting is a precarious, a precarious endeavor at any, at any time. But during these COVID, this COVID period, it's particularly uncertain. Um, for the most part, I'm pretty confident in the numbers. Yes, the variants and the rise uh, are, are problematic. And it really does 
maybe cast more of a shadow on international travel and, and some of the hospitality sectors. But, I, you know, we're, we're doing well here in BC and Canada. Vaccination rates are high. Y- yes, the variants are on the rise. But I basically continue to, to have the framework. My operating framework is that we will get through these variants and continue on, on a sort of a path of defeating COVID and, and getting it injected. Maybe with us permanently in some manageable condition or some manageable fashion. But I, I don't think it's going to negatively impact our outlook over the next year too much. Uh, One of the highlights within the report talks about how the global economy projected to grow by 6.9% this year and another 4.4% in 2022. How closely is British Columbia's projections kind of tied into the fact that the the global economy is also projected to be doing quite well? Are those, you know, kind of hand-in-hand figures? Yeah, very much so, very much so. The, the really interesting thing about watching this recession, this COVID, the closures, um, you know, is, is that BC has fared well. Just looking back, if we can, just for a moment, mm-hmm. to 2020, um, you know, we thought BC was going to be hit pretty hard, you know, a contraction of 6, 6% or more. Uh, at least five percent or more. Turns out BC did fairly well. We, you know, I, I putting in quotes only. We only saw the economy shrink, shrink by three point eight percent, but that's much better than all the other larger provinces. Ontario, for example, contracted by five percent. Um, you know, and Quebec by five point three percent. So we did very well in the Canadian context. But if we dig a little deeper and ask ourselves why we did well. It comes down to the goods industries in BC, and I'll just take a moment to explain. The goods industries, construction, our big exporters, our natural resource sectors, forestry, mining, gas, uh, and some non-resource manufacturing really did say, save us in, in, in terms of cushioning the downturn. And when I say that, uh, it's really fascinating to note that the goods industry barely declined, essentially did not decline, 0.3 mm-hmm. of a percentage point overall. And in all the other provinces, the large ones, it was five, five and a half, six percent uh, contraction. If we flip over to services side, BC kind of had the same picture as all the other provinces. Services were relatively hard hit. So our overall performance was greatly enhanced and, and improved, and the, the downside limited because of exactly what you identified a moment ago, our export sector. And there are some services included in that export sector as well. Yeah, and, and looking through the report too, it feels like when you're looking at the, the recovery moving forward here that almost all sectors are, are going to be doing quite well moving forward with the exception of you know hospitality and tourism, which we know has been hit extremely hard as a result of COVID-19. I guess it, it's probably just hard to project how, how soon that particular sector will actually start to recover because we have to wait for you know travel to open back up. We have to wait for yeah. uh, you know so many other factors that come into play here that uh, you know, we're just not going to see those recoveries come into in, into play in, until you know we're almost back to normal here. No, absolutely. And it just just to add a little bit of color there, uh, I didn't think when we wrote up our, our outlook here, uh, I didn't think I'd be including the phrase "the BC economy is almost firing on all cylinders." Uh, you know, in mid twenty twenty one. So the, the recovery has been good, and we we tempered it and said almost for the exact reason uh, that you just identified: the hospitality sector, air transportation, question marks around there, and the variability of uh, vaccination rates uh, around the country, and the the, the differing degrees of outbreaks of the Delta variant and whatnot. I, I do think cats 
bit of a bit of a question mark and some uncertainty around when we're going to find that final piece of the puzzle kind of fall into place and get some more meaningful recovery there. I I think we'll we'll see some upturn uh, later this year, but really, if we're honest with ourselves, 2022 is when we're going to see a more fulsome recovery in international tourism. I want to ask this question. I can't imagine you actually have an answer for it because the, the minister was asked it, Minister Ravi Kalan, uh, Minister of Jobs here in the province, and he didn't really have an answer either, but I, I still can't wrap my head around this. So we see our, our job figures, you know, above pre-pandemic levels. You mentioned we're, we're above where we were in February of 2020 right now, just slightly above, but above it nonetheless. And yet, when we talk about the service sector, you know, waiters, cooks, hostesses, they, they, there's job openings, it feels like left, right, and center, but they cannot fill these positions. Where did these employees go? Like, can you explain what happened to these workers? Because the jobs are there, and yet the people are not, but we're also seeing employment levels at a very high level. I just can't correlate all of these figures and, and how they match up. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're a little confused too, because <laughs> it, it's definitely, definitely hard to make sense of what's going on. I think there's a few, a few factors going on. Uh, I, I would start with the reality that the hospitality sector, much of it, it was closed. Uh, some of it has been closed for 14, 15 months, um, and it's kind of been on and off. And I think many people in that sector may have taken up employment in, in another industry, uh, maybe retrained a little bit. Uh, I think there's some people that are reevaluating their options. They, you know, they perhaps both couples were working with kids, or two people in a relationship were working with kids and then decided, well, you know what, we can get by with one of us. So it, I think the sector is going to have some challenges attracting people back just because it has been so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yes, absolutely, it's, it's perverse. The unemployment rate in BC and in the rest of the country is still a couple percentage points higher than it was going into the pandemic, but that's, you know, even though employment's recovered, but that's because more people have kind of graduated from universities and high schools and, and entered the labor market. Um, but even, even with that additional kind of two percentage point cushion of unemployment, you're absolutely right. Widespread, uh, widespread uh, comments for coming from the sector that they're having difficulty attracting people. So I, I don't know. I, they're probably going to have to be uh, make some adjustments. Um, maybe it's going to require some higher wages or some different uh, employment relationships or circumstances, it, it, depending on the sector. But it, no doubt it is somewhat puzzling, for sure. Yeah. Well, sorry for focusing on the negative there for the last little bit, because <laughs> no, overall, no, overall, this is a very positive report. So uh, I appreciate your time. I guess anything else, Ken, to add while I have you here? Well, you know, if, if you got another moment or two, the, it's, it's very interesting to watch the housing starts and formation situation. And just quickly, I, I mentioned it because we looked at building permits, uh, residential building permits taken out for housing units in D.C. And, and so far this year um, in Metro Vancouver over the first four or five months of the year, kind of the lowest, not kind of the lowest number of unit permits taken out since 2014. The rest of the province, on the other hand, up at record levels. And the Kelowna area in particular uh, is kind of right at record highs, way, way up there, twice as high as anything else in the past. So to some extent, it looks like, you know, everybody's heard about this COVID, people relocating, working remotely. To some extent, it is showing up in the current building activity of residential houses in the province. I'm not sure whether it'll stick over the next few years, yeah. but it's clearly evident now. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting uh, thing to keep in mind, and, and we'll watch as the trends continue for sure. 
Ken, as always, thank you so much for your time. I always uh, enjoy having you on the show and always provide some very interesting commentary on what's going on with the economy. So I appreciate your time, and we'll definitely catch up soon. Thanks, Jeff. Awesome. Ken Peacock right there. He is with the Business Council of BC, the chief economist and senior vice president there. Again, looking at this economic review and outlook as it was put out earlier this week by the BC Business Council. Now, again, it talks about how the economy going to grow by 5.8% this year. With most sectors seeming to perform well, while others, as we talked about, hospitality, tourism, going to remain challenged. And that 5.8% growth that is anticipated this year, it is closely connected with what's going on globally as the global economy projected to grow by 6.9% uh, in 2021. So overall, a very good report and definitely some positives to take away. We'll see how the uh, surge in COVID-19 Delta variant actually impacts things moving forward. Sounds like, uh, you know, Things are going to be projected to stay positive despite that. Hopefully that holds true, but it will be interesting to see when the next report comes out uh, how, how the projections may have changed or altered as a result. But again, we'll, we'll, fo we'll focus on the positive. Overall, the economy going to grow, and that is definitely a good sign.